0: Hello and welcome to the Speech for Success podcast with me, Rachel Kidd, a podcast that works on the basis that better communication can create a better life. In this podcast, I'll be talking to a whole range of communication experts, from psychologists, image consultants, business leaders, to speech and language therapists and team managers. We'll be finding out about their work and sharing tips that you can take with you into your staff room, boardroom, friendships or just life. Today, I'm joined by Jo McClellan, the director of iStyle, an image consultancy company based in Wexford. Jo is a highly experienced image consultant with over 10 years of experience in the field. She works with individuals on a one-to-one basis, groups and corporations to help people portray a positive impression in their personal and professional lives. She's here today to share her expertise on image. Hello, Jo. You are very welcome to our first episode of Speech for Success. How
1: are you? Hello, Rachel. I'm fantastic. Thank you. And I'm delighted to be here today. Thank you very much for inviting me along.
0: Well, we're delighted to have you. Um, Absolutely. For listeners, maybe who aren't familiar with you or the work of an image consultant, we might just start there. What is an image consultant?
1: Okay. So as an image consultant, I help clients to assess and to align their current goals, so their personal and professional image, with their desired goals. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I work with both men and women, and I show them how to make the most of themselves so that they can feel confident in their appearance. Um, I work with um, people to develop a positive self-image by being more objective about how they actually see themselves. As we probably all know, it's very easy to be self-critical and focus on the things that we don't like about ourselves. However, the aim of um, what I do is helping people to switch that that thought process Mm -hmm. and focus on positives. Mm -hmm. And when you are focus on the positives it's amazing the difference this makes and the great thing is that um, the results you receive are, are more or less instant so that's one of the benefits there i find that when you portray a positive image it affects the way other people perceive you as well therefore how they behave towards you in your personal and professional life you know it becomes much more positive all around
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep brilliant 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 um so take us through maybe the mechanics under the surface the process how how does it work where where does it all begin okay well looking good is all about balance so
1: often people think of um or you know looking good as being an art fact you know, it's actually more of a science. It's really about learning the ground rules for looking good. Um, and the great thing is, is this something that can actually be learned. So, you know, you don't have to be really creative and artistic in order to mm-hmm. look good. It's something, as I say, that you can learn. And mm-hmm. um, what you know the ground rules for looking good, which are specific to you, you can very quickly find colors, shapes and styles which will work for you
0: and help you achieve a really strong personal image. Mm-hmm. A strong personal image. Brilliant. Um, super. So that's that's for me listening to this, joe and I know very little about image consultancy. But that's really interesting what you're saying there, that it's there. Are, it's actually a science. There are ground rules to do with color, shapes, styles. Um, You don't have to be madly creative um and all that there is actually ground rules um which we look forward to hearing about um very very soon um so that's great bit on the process what can people expect then when they when they're coming to see you or or coming to see an image consultant when when people walk in the door what what can they expect well i suppose
1: first of all i like to gain an understanding of what would actually like to achieve and perhaps some of the challenges that they've faced and would like to overcome. Mm-hmm. Um, so I start off by doing an analysis of the client's own style purpose as it is and help them to develop it into a particular way in order to achieve the goals so let's say you might have a style personality in your personal life but it might be necessary to make some changes in order to suit professional situations so that we can portray a slightly different image because obviously it's got to reflect um, the company that you're representing Mm -hmm. so Yeah, it's sometimes important to make some tweaks there. So Mm -hmm. the next step really is to consider the ground rules that apply to the client's own specific um, characteristics. Mm -hmm. So personally, I like to start with colour. Now, the reason I do this is because it can make so much difference. And it's the one thing that can give somebody an instant lift. So let's say if you're wearing something that doesn't quite work for you, if someone's ever said to you, oh, you know, you're looking a bit tired at the moment, you know, are you not feeling so good? Often a case that you're probably wearing the wrong colour. Whereas you wear colours that really complement you, really work with your own characteristics. You tend to look more healthy and radiant and you will receive a better compliments, shall we say. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah yeah sometimes we do often limit ourselves with colors, and we tend to stick to safe colors or you know we we have these ideas that oh you know black makes me look more slim, so I'm going to wear black, but black really doesn't lift anybody whatsoever. You do need some um some contrast colors to lift black mm-hmm. uh, and what I find is people are often surprised to hear that you can wear almost any color the key okay. really finding colors that really complement you um it's more to do with the shade of the color so this is how you know people people often think oh I can't wear red you know it's something which doesn't suit me quite often you've probably yourself in the wrong shade of red Mm -hmm. um I remember I had a client once whose mother was convinced her daughter couldn't wear red and point blank refused her you know to wear a red dress but when she actually saw her daughter in a shade that was right for her she actually yeah you know she can wear red and I do think that being is believing you actually have to see something to actually realize yeah
0: I can do this Mm, that I can wear I can wear this that this like you said that opening people up away from the safe colors away from like you said the blacks and the very limited safe lanes um and like you had with that client there it's it's about picking the right shade of red um you know that that's going to work with her and um, so that's cool that's um that's really really interesting that there's a way to find colors that um that suit you and um and complement you so how how would that process work Joe? then how do you know which colors suit you like if I go into a shop and there's the pale yellows the strong yellows the mustard yellow and how how would I start that process how would I start to learn which colors suit
1: me okay so actually what one thing I do want to say before we go on any further I'm not saying that you can't wear black so everybody's <laughs> not saying Joe black but it's knowing what to do with black so I'll just clarify that uh, yes before we...
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: black oh, is not the enemy <laughs> where would the world be without black so <laughs> so back to colours that suit you okay so Rachel let's say um, I was to analyse your colour palette I take into consideration your hair colour mm-hmm. your skin tone, and your eye colour and from these i determine a palette of shades that would work best for you um shades that would work in harmony and actually complement your own natural colorings Mm -hmm. so that when you're wearing clothes you're wearing them rather than them wearing you if that makes yeah 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 I I always say to people the best compliment you can ever receive is when somebody says to you, um, Oh, you, um, let me see now. Let me put this right. Um, Oh, you, you're looking really, you're looking really well. You're looking really good. Mm -hmm. Rather than, Oh, I love your dress. People should see in the dress rather than just seeing the dress.
0: Okay. Right. Right. Yes. So when you're looking well, it's, everything is toning together you like you said the clothes are not wearing you
1: the clothes are a, are, are an extension of you rather mm-hmm. than wearing you mm-hmm. and you've been into the background shall we say
0: yes yes yes
1: yes yeah, so really what it is I mean it's about finding the palette of colors that work for you and obviously you know you can't always get the shade you want so sometimes mm-hmm what you can do in order to make it work for you as well depending on whether you wear it you know next to your face whether you need to tone it down using accessories or whatever there are will overcome that um but what I like to do and the thing I like is when you you're opening up a whole new world of color to clients mm-hmm. and it's so good to see the delights in people's faces realize how many colors they can actually wear mm-hmm. and but it actually makes them feel to be mm-hmm. wearing colors
0: brilliant 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 that there's a whole we don't have to stick to the safe decisions and the safe colors um and um, brilliant that th- there's a whole palette of shades there that people can actually wear once they have those ground rules in place around like you said their skin tone eye color hair color and um, that all of that really matters
1: yeah definitely yeah
0: brilliant 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 um, and just when you're talking about colors, there, Joe, as well, I don't hear you mentioning fake tan under mm-hmm. under skin tones or anything like that. <laughs> so is 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 that a no to the um is that a no to the fake tan? Should your skin tone should should the colors you wear then, if if they are the right colors, like if I go into a shop and I pick the right colors for my hair and my skin and my eyes, is it a case then that I shouldn't ha- I shouldn't need to wear fake tan?
1: okay yeah you shouldn't need to but how can I tell people that they shouldn't wear fake tan you know we all all feel better with a bit of color the, the mm-hmm. point is that you actually don't have to and I know for someone like yourself Rachel you've mm-hmm. got dark you've got fair skin and it really is all about the contrast so when we put you in let's say the jewel colors the red the emerald greens mm-hmm. you know those sort of shades just look absolutely stunning on you and the thought of you you actually really don't need fake tan at all you need to embrace what you have mm-hmm. but look if people want fake tan to make them feel a little bit better that, yeah. that's <laughs> <laughs> never, say never.
0: never say never so cool so yeah so if you're wearing the right colors like you said there for me I have dark hair pale skin I quite like that typical Irish complexion, maybe you know the pale skin, the dark hair, that um those those Julie shades, and um, yeah, shouldn't probably need to wear fake tan, but yeah, it is it is hard to get away from it, but um no that's just really that's that's great that's great um super super to hear that the right colors can do the hard work for you that you don't feel like oh I have to like put this tan on to make myself look alive that you know you can look alive with the right um with the right colors um so that's cool and then talk to me about um body shape so obviously you were saying there about you know getting the ground rules in place picking the right color but body shape and body image is is a very hot topic at the moment um you know we're we're kind of competing between the instagram perfect figure and then you know that real body confidence message as well so maybe yeah talk to us about maybe how you work with clients around body shape okay so
1: um what i what i like to look at when we're looking at body shapes it's all about proportion Mm -hmm. so what we're doing, we're looking at ways that we can use clothes to emphasize the areas that we want to. And we can also use clothing to create illusions to either disguise, to reduce, or even increase some areas, which probably sounds like a surprise to most yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> contradiction. Well, uh, you see, the ideal, the ideal body shape is the hourglass. Mm-hmm. However, very few people are blessed with this, uh, this mm-hmm. shape mm-hmm. included. Yeah. um so what we actually do we look at the width of your shoulders compared to the width of your hips and also your waist will help to determine the styles which will work for you mm-hmm. and um we can either use different styles to either keep you in proportion or put you back into proportion let's say so we're going for a um the other areas that the other area that i don't want to forget about is um i work with clients on the the length of their body compared to the length of their legs because this is just Mm -hmm. as when it comes to um looking in proportion Mm -hmm. and sometimes what we actually do with this with both elements really body shape and um leg to body length it can actually feel a bit counterintuitive sometimes so Let's say somebody with really long legs up to their armpits, your instinct might be to show them off to the full, you know, wear a nice crop top, a nice short jacket, and yeah, your legs will look like they go on for miles. However, what we don't want to do is make your body look really short because it actually looks quite strange if you see somebody with very long legs the crop top or whatever they just look out of proportion and something looks wrong to the eye so it is important you know to um to think about that in terms of um, you know something that's a bit counterintuitive um similarly let's look at somebody for example who you'd be who you'd consider to be pear-shaped so you'd have larger hips usually quite a a, a narrow waist mm-hmm. um but narrower shoulders so what they've probably always been told. To do is wear something black or something dark on the bottom half to try and disguise the hips, mm. and that's probably where their focus is. Yet, what they could actually focus on much more positively, which will give them a lot more wardrobe options, is a way of increasing the width of their shoulders. Mm-hmm. So by increasing the width of your shoulders, by putting more detail in the shoulder area, the puff sleeves, frills, and there's a lot of that around at the moment, Mm -hmm. to make people look in proportion because your shoulders are then put in proportion with your hips. Mm -hmm. And it makes dressing much more fun. It takes the emphasis off the fact that you feel you have big hips and you're looking at ways to increase the width of your shoulders instead. So it's a much more positive approach.
0: Yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, you're completely flipping that, uh, that self-criticism around, oh, you know, my hips are bigger, I need to disguise them, that no, actually, putting the right details on your shoulders, um, it's, it's totally what you said there, so much more positive. Um, and like you said, gives people way more wardrobe options, um, mm-hmm. which is brilliant
1: sorry sorry Rachel I'm talking over you there yeah that's what it's about it's about giving people more options helping them feel more confident you know when you can you can wear a whole host of colors and styles then it just makes you feel so much better a bit of
0: variety mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely and and Feeling like you have options when you go look in that wardrobe for what you need to wear for work tomorrow. Um, so that's brilliant. Um, so yeah, so for that person who's looking in their wardrobe, um, you know, and and wanting to to get direction, who who are those people or who are your clients? Is there a particular group that knocks on your door the most do you find, or is it more generally spread? Well, yeah, it's interesting because it's it's quite difficult to come up
1: with, you know, who is my sort of average client, let's Mm -hmm. say. Okay. But with men and women, probably, well, definitely more women than men. Just I think women have to be a bit more of an interest. And also there's so many more style options and things for women anyway. Mm -hmm. And I can work with teenagers, which again is very, very interesting. Obviously, we talked before, you know, the influencers and, that side of things and people can feel under pressure to be a certain way which is obviously a big thing at the moment um so in terms of the people that come to me it's often people who ha- are going through a change in their lives so it might be it might be someone who's starting a new job they might be aiming to get a promotion so they're actually looking to almost dress the next level yeah. it might be. Some- who's um, getting married or they might have recently you know come through a relationship breakup and want a completely different image you know to yeah. kind of move on you hear about people cutting off all their hair and moving yeah. on and... <laughs> it's the same thing really with clothes Um what I would say as well it's sometimes people come to me who almost feel like they've lost their way a little bit mm-hmm. And it's often, let's say, uh, women who have had families, they've spent so much time with the children, they've taken them off to all their sports training, yeah. running around, you know. All the Saturday mornings. Exactly, you know, hoodies and um, jeans or tracksuits, runners. Yeah. And, it's it's they sort of get to that point where they actually think what about me people get fed up yeah. of being that way and then they realize you know where do I shop you know they don't want to wear things they want to wear things that are age appropriate and they're probably thinking um I don't want to go back to the shops I was buying things on, from in my 20s I'm yeah. now 30 mid 30s late 30s where do I go what do I do mm. their body Changed a bit, obviously, through having babies. The same when people go through menopause or if they lost weight or gained weight. Mm. So it's often when people might feel a little bit lost or they might have had some change in the life. I'd say that
0: okay. lies. In- so change is the if there's if so it's a broad range of people that you actually work with. There's a lot of people knocking on your door, but the the underlying theme is changed, like some, someone generally speaking, who's going through a change, wants a change um in their lives. So that's really, really interesting. Um, really, really great. And another thing I'm noticing as well from you, Joe, is that it's not about it's not it's it's about making the clothes and the colors work for your clients so it's not about losing weight or getting fillers or botox or you know you must be a size x or a size y and um, it's it's a really positive um message like about making the colors the styles the patterns work for people yeah that's right I mean that's what I say to people it doesn't matter
1: what size or shape you are by using color styles patterns accessories you know it's you anybody can look good and feel amazing with this and Mm -hmm. you shouldn't feel under pressure there's too much pressure on people these days on social media I mean Love Island that's a big thing that's on it (laughs) I mean (laughs) too many people who actually walk about in real life looking like that and actually do you know what do you you necessarily want to Mm. it really is very much about embracing what you have working with what you have and feeling good feeling proud of what you have you know it's Mm -hmm. it's not about changing it's just about you making clothes work for you.
0: Yeah, excellent. Excellent. Um, and you touched there on obviously Love Island um, and uh, the wardrobe requirements in Love Island, um, but also a bit, um, just a bit before that as well, you were talking about people who are looking for a new job, people who want to get promoted, maybe women who are going back to the workplace after having babies and stuff. So I might might dig into that a little bit more um, because it is a very hot topic um at the moment are there any particular challenges do you find for women in particular in business in terms of putting that image across putting the image across that they want to put across in business and in work
1: yeah well I do work with quite a few professional clients um, and really the
0: challenge for them is
1: ensuring that their image reflects the message that they want to portray to both their Mm -hmm. colleagues and their clients we did touch on people who wanted to go through promotion you know that is a great way of dressing to the next level up if you like dress like the person above you yes. well, not- dress for the job you want <laughs> yeah dress for the job you want um because it's it's so important i mean they say a picture paints a thousand words if you yeah. think about into a room before you even open your mouth people are going to see you for a few seconds and naturally they will start to make um decisions about mm-hmm. who you are as a person what your likes and dislikes are you know what your views are yeah. based purely on your appearance which is actually quite a scary thing when you think yeah. of it yeah I- yeah so it's really important especially in a work environment um and it's also really about getting the balance right of looking mm-hmm. professional and at the same time bringing in a touch of your own style personality so that you are unique and memorable because that's also very important as well in business mm-hmm. and I think over the years, I mean, we're going back quite a long way now since people were, since every job was wearing a suit and a pencil skirt, you know, things have moved on in most um, lines of work nowadays. Um, But it's also, it's almost more challenging, you know, what is acceptable? Are jeans acceptable in the workplace? Now they are in some workplaces, but it's about getting professional feel to jeans rather than actually you know feeling like you should be going and kicking a football around in the park it's um just yeah. getting that right all the time
0: getting that balance right exactly um exactly and I think as well like you said the rules are different now where it isn't about wearing the strict business suit and pencil skirt and that's that can be tricky in professions say I find like my own like speech and language therapy where you know you're you're a professional but you have to be approachable like because you work with children or for teachers you know you're you're an authority figure but you have to be kind of approachable so there's two messages sometimes going on in our clothes or multiple messages um going on so that balance is is really key um and yeah so with that in mind when people are kind of navigating that world um what are the big stumbling blocks that you find people encounter the most when they want to work on their image now in in work but also at home what are the big things that are, are are getting in people's way the most? Okay so one of them would definitely be people being
1: afraid to step out of their comfort zone Um, Mm -hmm. and people almost create uniforms for themselves let's say so they might have their work wardrobe and their casual wardrobe and sometimes when I go through wardrobes with people you find that they're actually buying the same things all the time so they might have a wardrobe full of five five tops the same five pairs of trousers the same you know they're buying exactly the same styles maybe in different colors Mm -hmm. um afraid of getting it wrong they've kind of got into this rut of oh well that's what I wear for work you know Mm -hmm. Um, It's, you know, it's good to mix it up. You know, you can enjoy dressing more so if you actually feel like you've got some exciting things to wear, shall we say. Um, Another thing I would say, the second point is probably buying clothes that look good on someone else and thinking, oh, I love that dress. Um, that looks great on her without knowing what's right for you. So let's say if you don't know the ground rules, if you don't know what you need to do to yourself to make, you know, to keep mm-hmm. yourself in proportion, put yourself in proportion, you can buy something that look good, looks good on someone else and assume that it'll look good on you and then feel very disappointed when you put it on and think, gosh, that looks absolutely nothing like it to did on whoever it was. Yeah. So yeah,
0: that's second and that's thing. A very- common experience like from especially when you think about filters on photographs even and stuff as well it can that it can be such a so devastating then when you try something on you're like oh it doesn't suit me (laughs)
1: yeah definitely and again it is a bit of the curse of the online um closing yeah being able to snip bits off yourself and make things look better so yeah don't 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 rely on don't rely on what other people are wearing to make you look good the other thing is sizing um I know people often get mortified if they have to go up a size they'd almost rather squeeze into something that's too small rather than go up a size which Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just say matter sizes are all over the place you know you could buy I I buy across probably three different sizes sometimes just purely depending where I'm buying things from um so what I would always say it's better to buy something that looks good on you and you know what you can always cut the label out anyway nobody has to know (laughs) if you don't want to see it just snip it off (laughs) exactly that's the way to do it yeah nice yeah. So another thing I would say, one one other point is being overwhelmed by a sea of clothing, and um, we can probably all relate to this. Whether Definitely. you're shop- yeah, whether you're going to, you know, a shop that there's loads of different styles, or online. Online is probably the more difficult one because you can go in and you can click on tops, and suddenly you've got like three and a half thousand tops. And okay, you can narrow down a bit, but what? what's helpful when you know what works for you you can very quickly discard things that don't work for you and kind of hone in on things that will work for you so when you actually get to try them on the chances are um the majority of them will actually work for you because you know what you try yourself
0: brilliant so your hand that's and that's your work like is handing those tools over to people so they can make better decisions whether it's online or in person
1: yes exactly yeah, definitely so.
0: Hmm. So I think the only thing I would maybe touch on
1: for younger people is um, we probably have touched on this a bit is the um, is social media and um, just this whole thing about having the perfect figure. I mean, there's as we said, there's so few, few people that have this perfect figure. Or you know, one month it might be to have you know a large bum. The second month it might be to have totally you know perfectly toned abs don't feel under pressure my advice would be to work with what you have just enjoy and make the most of yourself
0: brilliant 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 and with those tools that, that you were you were speaking about the right colors the right patterns and um, the right styles and shapes and everything
1: yeah yeah definitely
0: brilliant that's great um so lots there for people to think about um and maybe you know there could like stepping out of your comfort zone not worrying about sizes buying clothes you know not buying clothes that look good on someone else just for the sake of it I feel like that can happen a bit the Kate Middleton effect where or Meghan Markle where you know they wear xyz coat and then all of a sudden it's sold out um you know the next day um definitely um have been guilty of that um in the past and um, so yeah lots and lots there for people to for listeners to think about um i suppose with that in mind then moving forward so we've identified those stumbling blocks you know um but for people maybe who are listening to this and can completely identify with what you're saying, and maybe are feeling like, aha, that's me, Joe's talking about me. <laughs> what tips would you immediately start with for that person who's
1: at home listening? Okay, so I guess the first suggestion would be if you don't have one, buy a full length mirror so that you can see yourself. Really? Once you self um, and see your full self, You can then um, be more objective once you know the rules for yourself, you know what you need to do in order to get the balance there. Um, If something looks wrong it's very very easy to rectify it when you have a full length mirror. If something looks out of proportion you can try something else on and you can come up with um, a better more proportional look. So that would be the first tip I would say. The second one I would always recommend anyone to have a color and style consultation so they understand the ground rules for looking good because once you have those tools I mean it's going to save you a fortune on costly mistakes you know you're not going to be running out and panic buying you're more likely to pick things up when you find things that are right for you as opposed to buying for specific occasions um my feeling is that clothes should always work for you and they should work hard I I don't like buying an outfit for one occasion and that's going to be it or it's going to sit in your wardrobe gathering dust it's great to have things that work well together and um, so that you can use them for a number of different occasions mixing and matching I mean that's how you really you know make the most of your money as well brilliant so maybe another couple of tips is never swamp yourself um i know i've had so many people come to me and they hide their figures they come in with a big a big long uh poorly fitted jumper let's say big baggy jumper on because they feel like they've put on a bit of weight when they take that jumper off they look usually about two stone lighter just wow. purely because they're tenting you know you make yourself yeah. look when you tent yourself mm-hmm opposite side things if you have a waist emphasize it you know as the saying goes if you've got it flaunt it and if you have a waist that goes in in any way um, emphasize that definitely you're always going to look slimmer if you're emphasizing a narrow waist and oh let me see probably another one tip number five i would say keep up to date um, stay current and follow clothing trends. However, don't become a fashion victim. So I think it's always a good idea to maybe in February, um, ready for spring, and in September, ready for the autumn, winter, to buy a couple of good fashion magazines so that you can actually see some of the trends. Mm-hmm. And it's start of the season. You can add a couple of pieces to your wardrobe and introduce just a bit of a bit of newness I know one of the big things recently a couple of seasons is the wider leg trouser we've gone from teeny fingers to suddenly the wider leg trouser again you have to find something that works for you and it can mean you know quite a bit of trying on of things just to get it right but Mm -hmm. try and stay current because it does make a difference um Yeah.
0: yeah No, I like that's a that's a really interesting tip there about like they're all super super tips, but just about buying a magazine in February and September. It's a, a good fashion magazine to yes, stay current and stay with things, but not to be um, a slave to influence too many influencers with sponsored content and big hauls. You know, every two weeks of stuff that they yeah. bought. Um, that that's that's a really nice way to to stay in touch with with trends and like not be buying skinny jeans constantly um you know in different colors um but to stay stay current
1: yeah and I suppose that probably the last tip number six that I'd suggest because we could probably go on all all day (laughs) what I find a lot of the time people have a wardrobe often stuffed full of clothes but then they only wear a very small portion of that wardrobe if that's the case it's definitely time for a clear out and i always suggest to people that they put away their winter clothes in the summer and vice versa so that you've got fewer items hanging in your wardrobe because there's no okay. point in seeing what you have so always hang you know the same the same items together so all your tops together or your trousers together or your dresses together mm-hmm. and it allows you to create more outfits, never hang, you know, outfits, complete outfits in your wardrobe because you'll only okay. ever that way. Whereas you could probably mix and match and create a lot more outfits with
0: fewer clothes. With fewer clothes, yeah, you're making and and that's true. Like you because I'm thinking of my own wardrobe right now and it is arranged by outfit. So the and, and that is all that I do is actually wear those clothes together and 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 no other way. Um so that's that's a great tip and one that people can immediately implement into their into their lives, is go into their wardrobe, call a whole load of stuff and then start arranging by um by item rather than by outfit.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Brilliant. 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 Joe McClellan. My goodness, <laughs> that is, has definitely got me thinking now in a completely different way about about colour, about style, about how about how image communicates um, massively, really, really great um, stuff. Um, So for anyone who's listening that is now thinking, yes, I want to work on my image. I want to learn about what suits me. Um, They want to start the process and get advice. Where can they find you and how can they contact you? Okay, so probably the best thing to do initially
1: is to send me an email on joe at istyle.ie. So that's just jo at istyle.ie. And then I can get back in touch with them and um, arrange a phone call because the best way to get to know and understand what people want to do is to speak and find out exactly what they want to do not to feel afraid or embarrassed you know it's about helping people to feel good about themselves you know we're not um, we're not going to be judgmental or anything it's about really getting getting to know what's right for you so that you
0: can look and feel your very best brilliant Joe McClellan, thank you very much for appearing on Speech for Success. Thank you, Rachel.